Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lowe. Man, I'll let your boy Animal Brown. Animal underscore Brown if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely, I am Spike Lou on the same social site. Holla at your boy. How you feeling out there? Man, listen, it's been 90 degrees the last three or four days. Nigga, this shit is rough. Reminding me why I don't go outside before seven. That was, I heard that on FSP, too. And I was listening to them. Shout out to the guys over there, man. They said pull up out to seven weather for sure. Yeah, ain't nobody got Shout out to J-O for that, man. It's going to be a hot summer that brings us to our topic really professional there uh, we're going to do a summer preview review go over what's been out there go over what's coming up what we're excited about some of our favorite stuff before we get to that the quick hits foxy brown announced the new book whack 100 is in the news again for his opinionated opinion and roddy rich the baby and little baby are proclaimed that's the next big three do you agree with that but first Royce the Five Nine posted his top five verses of all time on IG. My question to you, Animal Brown, is it a good list, or is it off the? Is it a good list and off the top of your head, what are your favorite three verses? Yeah, he posted some stuff, man. Some shit I knew, some shit I didn't. Um, it all of them made sense for him, though. He posts like some big pun shit. He posts like uh, some M stuff, of course. Uh, but he had a solid list. But I love favorite verses talk. I love that. Um, off the top of my head, if I had to go three, number one, I'm going to leave Jay out because we just did an episode about this in March. Make sure y'all go check that out. We did the March Madness bracket of the Sweet 16 Jay verses. So I'm going to leave him off. But excluding Hove, I got to go crack music, Kanye West first verse. Uh, fucking phenomenal verse. How we stopped the Black Panthers. Ronald Reagan cooked up an answer. You hear that? What Gil Scott was hearing when our heroes and heroines got hooked on heroin? Woo! Nigga. That's probably one of my favorite, probably the favorite Kanye verse. Then I would go Biggie, uh, Victory. The Any night I perform like Mike, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson, Action, Packer. Like that verse is, to this day, nigga, is incredible. Like, and people jack that flow. Uh, even now, so I got to get go Biggie, and it wouldn't be my list if I didn't go something from the South, man, No Limit. I got to go Master P if I could change off the mm. I'm About It soundtrack. Uh, I, I want to cry every time I hear that verse, so it just, it's just that touching to me. Shout out to P. So that's three off of my head. This could change any day of the week, depending on when you ask me, though. That, that P verse is legendary, first and foremost. I, I can't pick against that. It actually was on my list. The P oh, if I can change one hundred percent. I think it was my first favorite Master P verse. Uh, the next one on my list would be White Man's World from Pac. Uh, the second verse, the second mm-hmm. verse from White Man's World, and then the last one on my list is Jeezy, the real is back. The intro, I can't even quote it. Just go listen to it, and <laughs> put it on repeat, do that, and then come back and let me know how fire that is. Top three intros of all time. Easy. Nah, that's a reach. I was gonna let you live, Easy. but now you just had to reach. No, sir. Go listen to that Realist Back intro. Love that. Even the Realist Back 2 intro. But those are my top three verses. Shout out to Royce, though, for putting this list out. Um, like you said, there's some Royce stuff on here. If we're going to go look him's first verse on Queen Bitch, yeah. Andre 3000's Return of the G. I almost put that on my list, but he I feel like that would have been cheating he because he had it on his legendary verse. He killed that. It, that's one of those verses. Every time you listen to it, you say, man, damn, he ripped it. 
Yeah. Like every time I listen to that song, I say that about him. I can't, I can't, um, I ain't gonna lie, I can't recite it though. But he's spitting though. No, I can't like, recite it's not it. memorable, like in that way. He just he's going his ass it, off. some verses, he they going so hard that you can't even like I just enjoy it every time. And that's one of those verses. Cause you're right. You know it when you hear it and you nope. can go with it, but you can't like go word for word. At least I can't. No, I bet I can't. every nigga from Atlanta can though. <laughs> Promise you that. Every nigga from Atlanta know that word for word. Uh, the other ones he had was Eminem's second verse on Infinite. Yep. Tupac's I Got My Mind Made Up verse. I, I really wasn't even... Were you on that Tupac verse? Nah, hell no. Nah. nah, I slept on there. And there's 20 other ones I would have chose over that with all due respect. But um, <laughs> like, like Changes, number one. And uh, if I had to go pop, uh, Death Around the Corner, too. Uh, I think that second verse is my favorite. That changes is fire. That changes, oh, nigga. <laughs> and that ain't even just one of those songs either where you like just expecting the bars like that. But nigga, that's one of those everybody in the room gonna know the song. That that like, when they come on, everybody gonna know that motherfucker. Hey, and real quick too, speaking of Pac, I know we had a um a W the other day about his serious channel. Mm -hmm. That was only for the month of June. It's gone. I won't go forever. Forever, forever. Hot. Oh, man. I went looking for it, dude. I'm like, what the oh, fuck man, is it? They're playing Neil Diamond. Right. That like, was now that would have been a good idea. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Hot. So my bad. False advertisement on the W, y'all. It's gone. If you missed it, it's a wrap. Mm, hot about that. I was gonna check that at some point. That was a uh, road trip channel on serious. Easy. <laughs> what do we got next? Man, next up, man. We're taking it to the bookstore, guys. Foxy Brown, the EO Nana. Uh, she has a new tell-all memoir coming later this year in uh, December. It is co-written by Kim Osario. Uh, if that name sounds familiar, that's the uh, first female editor-in-chief at The Source, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, The Source. She quotes it as the most yeah. controversial book to come out in hip-hop. That's what she said. Are you in or out on the Foxy Brown memoir? I'm in on the Foxy Brown memoir, and here's why. Not because I feel like it's going to be the most controversial book in hip hop. But I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. But if you think about this, there's only going to be a few of these. There's only going to be a little Kim that you care about anyway. Right. There's going to be a little Kim book. There's going to be a Nicki Minaj book. There's going to be a Cardi B book. And that's probably where it's going to stop. Yeah. As far as female MCs giving you a perspective on their like progression through the game and everything that they went through as women and being highly successful. And I'm talking about the masses pick up. Some others may come out in cliche. Niche fans may pick up on it and do it. But I think that this is, like I said, one of the four of these books that are going to come out. And as a hip hop fan, man, I got to check it out. She was the first lady like doing it. And at such a young age, I'm really interested to know how she was treated. Like how motherfuckers was getting at her. Yeah, it's going to be, if that's that's going to be very interesting. And somewhere Jay-Z is breaking a slight sweat. Just the slightest of sweats, dude. Same thing he did with Dame. Like, cut that cut that off, shout him. Like, ain't he, he going to send her a nice check where that book never happened. I'm going to send you more than you're going to ever make on that book. Hey. I'm just going to send you the check for what you would have made. <laughs> Jay, Jay is somewhere. He He's... Because you had to realize Foxy was young, dude. She was 17, maybe 16. When, when she did the joint with him, she was 17. She was underage. So it's like, like 16, bro. Right? Yeah, 16, 17. Like, bro, like, listen. <laughs> so 
that poses a good question. <laughs> What's the statute of limitations? Like, is it going to be for that. problems? Is it going to be problems in the Carter household? Like, is it like if you walk in and you hold and Beyonce curled up on a couch <laughs> with a glass of wine, reading that new Foxy? Are you like, ah, oh. I know she's not getting her hands on that at all. No, <laughs> hell no, nah, nigga. Nah, my doorman intercepting that little UPS pack. No, nah, it's a down ass Beyonce assistance. To get, she getting that book, man. Beyonce dude, got listen. more stands than hold, dude. That's like, true. Be- that Beyonce true. got the power out here in these streets. If she wants that book, she's gonna get that book. I'm I'm keeping that far away from her, but I'm not that ain't even who I'm worried about. You need he need to be worried about the court of public opinion if something is in there about him messing with her when she was young. Cause it's it, bulletproof. Oh well, that is what? One thing, though. Yeah, you're you right. I said that too quick. You're absolutely right. Like <laughs> Jay-Z can do a lot of stuff, but saying he messed with Foxy Brown at 16 is gonna be <laughs> that'll be nuts. Now, I, I will say this though. I am interested in seeing what it's talking about though. She she dealt with him professionally, dealt with Jay, Dr. Dre with the firm. Uh she she did time. She got locked up after she blew up. You know what I'm saying? Like uh shoot out with her with like to happen in front of the radio station and shit. That, that's what I'm saying. Like oh. no, that was Kim. That was Lil' Kim. But but Foxy got into a, like an altercation with somebody, got locked up, had to do like solitary oh, confinement. Like just it's yeah, just some wild shit, bro. So it's like, okay. She went she, deaf. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That the shit with her hearing, like all of that is should be pretty interesting. So I I definitely I'll check for it, man. But when when you throw out there it's the most controversial book to come out in hip, like that's that's making me seem like you're trying to get like the tea and shit. Like I don't really care about all that. Like she's putting the gas on that. Yeah, it ain't gonna it ain't gonna I, and, and we're just jiving around. It ain't gonna be no Jay-Z section. If it is, it's gonna be real carefully written <laughs> as to how he's portrayed. Ain't none of that. They may allude to something. And leave you to wonder, but it ain't gonna be nothing that's gonna hurt it. Yeah, I and I think Kim Osorio fuck with Hove. If I'm not, I think she was involved in that uh, decoded. If I'm not mistaken, so or she was she was involved with Jay on something, man. Either the book or like a documentary series or something. But so I don't think she'd do him like it. Mm. Hope not. All right, next, your man Wack 100 is back in the news. He came out on his IG and he said Shakari Richardson, the sprinter for the U.S., should take the first plane smoking back to the dispensary and she let the culture down by being disqualified from the Olympics for smoking marijuana and testing positive. My question to you, do you agree with WAC 100 about her letting the culture down? Shout out to WAC. Does he again. have a point? Yeah, this is the sprinter. We all know this is the blunt heard around the world literally like did she done got and the news has come out <laughs> it's the blunt have to be a blunt whatever the f- hey whatever you got whatever y'all are smoking nowadays i don't know is a joint people doing they back to joints do like we at woodstock i don't know what's going on but There's a lot of yeah. ways you can get weed nowadays uh, man <laughs> edible with some brownies yeah. she had a brownie okay it, the, the the point is though uh, Wack is very opinionated. Uh, he's very outspoken. Of course, if y'all know who Wack 100 is, that's Games Manager. Uh, he also manages Blueface. He's tied in with Cash Money and several other companies and stuff. Okay, cool. Um, letting the culture down was a stretch, to say the least, uh, because she's been known for about five minutes, bro. So <laughs> there are other people out here that have been doing 
uh, more longer and have been in the public eye longer that would do something crazy and would let the culture down. Kanye let the culture down a few times in the last couple of years. That's when you put that title on somebody like that. She's still new to it, relatively new to it in terms of the, the public. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't go that far. And then plus like, bro, I feel like Wack is more, he's more in the news for the stuff that he says than the, like the, the, the products that he's putting out with this music. Cause nobody talks about Blueface music anymore. And, and the game <laughs> said he retired. He may or may not have retired. I don't know, but there's Wack is a music exec, bro. And he has no music. So it's mm. like, at, at, at when that happens, bro, it's kind of like bird, man. You kind of just like fall out, man. You're not really paying attention and holding you're not really putting any weight on what they're saying. And this is something else I look at it. But he went too hard, though, in my opinion. Definitely went too hard. And that's the point you say. There's no product. So I got to create interest. Exactly. I got to sit here on Instagram as a grown-ass man and criticize this little girl for mistakes she made. And when I say let the culture down, if you Google WAC 100, the first thing you see is that nigga as, at his big age fighting in the parking lot with two white dudes. Granted, he knocked them out, but you out here grown men fighting, going on, carrying on, as people would call it, and you talk about she letting the culture down. She made a mistake, man. And the, the rules are rules. Shit is an interesting point for, to take when he's a well-known gangbangers. Like, gangbangers get off on breaking rules. That's your profession. No. Like, that's what you do is break rules. So I just think it's unfortunate that, that Wack feels like this is the way for him to make waves. Because this is all he's doing. Like, yeah, he, all he's just trying to get, like, we have it as a topic on the podcast, get stuff going up under his uh, post. That way he can go to companies and say, hey, well, I don't have music, but I'm interested. Maybe you get the Wack 100 show or the Wack 100 podcast for the people that are interested in that. And, that's, and I think that's what he's going for, trying to be a personality. Everybody's so opinionated nowadays because they want to do this. They want to have a podcast. They want to have a TV show. They want their IG lives to be popping. And it's unfortunate that Shakiri got caught in the crossfire of him just trying to be uh, famous, I would say. That's whack. Yeah, yeah, no, no pun intended. Um, would you listen to a whack 100 podcast? That's one of those is going to be dependent on the guest, man, because yeah. I tell you, there, there is some very interesting conversations about game banging, man. And I don't know, murder, murder, kill, kill shit, but just on some shit I didn't know. Yeah. In the group chat, which is why I put this question, because you said this was interesting, but in the group chat, I posted a podcast about Gangster Chronicles, and um, they did a mashup podcast with Glasses 100 and his No Ceilings podcast. Man, they were talking about the L.A. gang culture. They had, like, an old gang banger in there from, like, day one. And then he would talk like it was another generation of nigga that was right before glasses. Man, that shit was interesting as fuck. I can see that. Like they like they give you some insight on like the, the shit that happened on Snowfall, the gay shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the insight to the California mindset with that and like why didn't the gangbang niggas be doing that? Like it, it was really good. I was entertained for the whole good hour and a half it lasted, bro. That shit yeah. was fire. But to answer your question, it depends on who the guest would be. Like I'm not trying to see him. Uh, debate hip hop like we doing. I'm not trying to see him go over no weekly topics. If he giving a deep dive in the culture and, and the, like what he's familiar with with gang and shit and making that shit uh, where you can learn something and take something from it, I'm with that. I wouldn't yeah. tune in every week of them because I don't really just fuck with his personality. But if it's something interesting in that nature, yeah, I'm fucking with it. But I ain't doing no current events with WAC 100. Nah, nah, Would nah. You we, don't, we don't need the nightly news with WAC 100. We don't need that. We don't need that at all. Current. 
I I listened to if he was if it was a fly on the wall barbershop talk. You know what I'm saying? He can hold that, and it had to be short. You know what I'm saying? It can't. I I don't need uh drink champs lengths worth of whack 100. I think he got if it was short and to the point, he was just kind of chopping it up, kind of like you how Cam him, Newton do when he in the smoke shop. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. I did yeah. not know Cam Newton had a podcast. Well, now nah, he's got a show on BET when he in like in a smoke shop. Really? Oh, his his club down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That like, something like that'll be dope. Okay. You hate long podcasts though. Slick. There, there's no no long podcast that you like. No, nah, not <laughs> at all. Funny. We're moving around in these streets, man. I can't be tied down for three hours watching Nori get drunk. I'm good. Oh, no, not Nori, but I'm different. Three hour Joe Rogan, nigga, sign me up. Nah. Here for it. I'm running it. All week playing that baseball. No, sir. <laughs> um, hey, man, we are, believe it or not, we have made it to July. Nigga, we made it. Sheesh. We are a little bit over halfway through 2021. We've got six more months left in the year. I know you've been seeing those tweets and those IGs. We've got six more months left, guys. What are you going to do? You're going to start the that business? The goals are there. You're gonna- <laughs> if you haven't achieved them, this is the second half to go out and get it. Also, grind for it. Wake up every morning and attack the day. Come on, guys. Six more months left. Nah, but uh, do your thing, though, for real. Wake up, do your thing. But six more months left, so we want to have a little bit of like a report card revisiting the first half of the year and uh, have some predictions, some expectations for the latter half. First things first, though, let's talk about what impressed you in these first six months, man. Best albums, What are you, where are you at with those? I think recent T-Bias is definitely going to play a, a toll in my first thing that I bring up, and that's the uh, Call Me If You Get Lost album. Uh, amazing. Tyler had done his damn thing. I wasn't as big a fan on Igor as everyone else. I get it, though. It was, it was a good – I just wasn't as big a fan. But this right here is undeniable. Like, you can't listen to this and say, oh, it was okay. Like, you got to take your head out of your ass. If you listen to this and you just kind of, like, try to shrug it off, oh, I don't fuck with Tyler. Like, it's it's above all of that. This shit is really good fucking music put together fantastically. Uh, can't say enough about how, how well that album is done and how impressed I am by that. So that, that was one of the bigger takeaways. Surprise for me, I'm not a big Tyler fan. So that was a really big takeaway for me on the first half. Uh, my guy, 42 Doug, man, for my dogs. Not the same thing as the Tyler album, but in the same vein, one of my favorite albums of the year so far. I love 42 Doug. I love his energy, all his features. He's one of my favorite artists right now. Uh, I should have picked him over ESTG for my like breakout artists mm. of the year. Uh, so 42 Doug, Tyler the Creator, and um, my guy that made the orange print, Larry June. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Really impressed by the orange print, man. I fucked with that heavy. So my first, those are my biggest three takeaways as far as my favorite, just what I've been listening to. And and, and list when I turned it on, I was like, okay, I'm fucking with that. What'd you, you know, have? I definitely have Tyler on my list too. I'm still kind of letting that marinate. I'm fucking with it heavy. Uh, we talked about that last week. It's a win. He got another number one. Oh, he got a number one album under his belt. And I know he kind of sent a little bit of shot at Khaled. Who 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 hated on them last time when they came out, out at the same time? Try to call them like weirdo music or something. Try to call it some. Ain't nobody listened to it. Yeah. Khaled played itself. He was saying Khaled was like, I don't hear it in the cars. I yeah. don't hear it in the barbershop. I don't hear it nowhere. Where is it being played? 
Yeah. Number one again, nigga. Yeah. That he looked crazy when he said that. Um and then of course I gotta go uh Cole off season. Um that album was stupid. It'll be in the conversation of album of the year without question. Um and then lastly I gotta take one of the Griselda projects, man, that Conway uh La Machina. I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but that shit was bananas. And shout out to them because I could also go uh, you know. Um, Benny, Plugs I Met too, which was dope as well. But that Conway project was complete flames. Um, a lot of people forgot about that. It came out at the beginning of the year, around February, March, when it was still kind of quiet. But, man, double back on that if you haven't ran it in a minute. It's complete flames. And, boys putting out fire-ass material right there. Like, they, they not missing through this gap, man. So keep that shit up. Those are my three so far. Been a low-key quiet year, though, on the low. For the, for the most part, we really expected after that J. Cole album, I know we had conversations about how the big dogs was going to roll out in the big three and, and things of that nature. And um, damn, we we uh, had those conversations and I was thinking after Cole, I thought it would be a much more immediate rollout from other people, but it, it's marinated. Like you said, it's been quiet. You haven't seen big dogs really just attacking like you thought you would have after Cole. Yeah. Yeah. What what uh what verses are you fucking with so far? But I, I I still think it will take off though. It's summertime, it's hot outside, you see tours and shit, which we'll talk about in a second. I think I think it will take off in, in like any second. I think the domino is gonna be Drake though. It just you ain't gonna be he, cold. What, you think he's about to come out in July? No, I, I think when he does that, that's when we'll start to see a bunch more people come out with the big names. Uh I agree. Well he's gonna I, I could see that. I definitely and not to say it's because of him. I'm just saying it's the summertime. Everything is open now. Like mask mandates is pretty much gone. So like, it's just about the timing. And I think that's what he's waiting on. And then he's just going to time it right. And then everybody else is going to follow suit. I think there's already plans for that. I think he just, I see he changed his um, IG thing too. Says certified now. So that means it's queued up. What does that mean? What does certified mean? Certified lover boy. Lover boy? Yeah. From Champagne Poppy to certified lover boy? No, no, no. It's it's he cleared out his his uh the information in his bio and it just says certified now. <laughs> oh hilarious. yeah. Your promo is hilarious. Shout out to Drake Marketing team. My first my, my verses, everything on 42 Doug's uh Free My Dogs album. All the verses, everything on there is what I'm gonna go with, man. Like it just his music is what you're looking for, in my opinion, like for the young niggas and, and, and whatnot, just still crossing over to the generation of people our age, too. Like, I, I fucked with that whole album. So I'm going to give you every 42 Doug verse for my favorite verses of the year. Ain't no way. Um, I promise you. I'm going to go, I've got two, back to that Conway album, Benny's verse on SE Gang is ridiculous he even had the ben simmons your j is broke like ben whatever the fuck he said and that he predicted that to come true because <laughs> ben matter of fact now i think about it that may be why ben simmons was tripping because he heard that verse dude and it hit him his girl was playing it something happened it got in his head it got in his head he had the yips ever since we can all blame benny for that um and then secondly i'm gonna go drake on seeing green um that was one of wayne's best verses in a long time but i thought drake's verse was was ridiculous though. So I, I'm gonna go Drake on seeing green. That was a fire ass verse. 
Lloyd Banks too. Lloyd Banks had some fire ass verses on that mixtape, man. Did you listen to that? No, but I but shout out to Big Jeff. He said it was banging. It's one of his favorites of this year, and I refuse to believe it. That's all. Banging is nuts, but Lloyd Banks is rapping his ass off on that. Big Jeff liked to give you the Jim Jones and and Lloyd Banks picks in 2021, like <laughs> being like, come on, Big Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. I was going to say stick to sports, Nick, but I know he knows his rap shit, too. I ain't going to do him any kind of way. Nah, I ain't even playing. That's my guy. That's <laughs> my guy. What else you got? I'm going to tell you some of the, the bigger surprise for me, uh, playing off we used to do those Freestyle Fridays, man. I, I keep saying 42 Doug, but my guy, um, Babyface Ray Vezo, like the Detroit rap scene, man. Um, you spoke about T. Grizzly's album. I went to go listen to that. Payroll had an album that came out that was banging. I always got like Detroit is maybe the hardest scene and the most like Atlanta. It's what Atlanta used to be as far as the people that you see coming out of there. Detroit mm. and Memphis, I think, are those next hotbeds where it's distinctive. You know the people are from there. They got their different slang. They got a different kind of way they dress and carry themselves. Detroit and Memphis have very much been impressive to me uh, as far as the artists that have came out of there and where they've ascended to in hip-hop. Because you usually don't get people from there that, that are stars. And, like, you're looking at stars now. Like, you, you talk about... And then I'm say stars. I ain't speaking of Drake and Kendrick Lamar. I'm talking about Moneybag, Yo, uh, Forty Two, Doug. Like all of those guys have made a name for themselves in those markets, and I think that's very impressive. Any market, anything like that, jump out to you? Uh, yeah, it's Memphis. Well, okay, I ain't gonna say that I wasn't expecting, but this year has mm -hmm. been Memphis. You know what I'm saying? So far, um, even if you want to go with, you know. Ch NLE Chopper, he's still making waves. He's switching up his style. Like, he's still popular with the young folks. And, of course, Moneybag Yo has taken his career to the next level. Obviously, Pooh Shiesty. Yeah. And a sleeper, which I, you know what I'm saying, I was going to get to. Well, actually, I, we'll talk about sleepers that we expect coming up. But a sleeper album this year was that Dolphin and Key Glock, that Dumb and Dumber 2 is banging. And I can't believe I'm Shut saying up. that. No way. Man, that mug banging. Shout out to. Man, shout out to Band Play. He produced that whole joint. Like, that shit is tough. That's great Stone Mountain music. Um, if you need something really? to get you up Stone Mountain, that's the, that's what you need to listen to. It's, it's I, I I can't even front like it's banging. Uh, and I again can't believe. I don't even know what made me listen to it. I'm gonna listen to that when I work out, man. That's funny, banging. Uh, did you have something for slept on? You said we were gonna get to that. Let's go right into it. Um, well, no, that was that was for I was going to speak on expectations, kind of what, what we're going to look for in the second half, what we what people are sleeping on. Um, but I did want to say and you mentioned payroll. He was one of my letdowns this year so far, because that album mm. with him and Cardo, another day, another dollar, that wasn't nothing, bro. Like, it wasn't you didn't nothing. like that? Nah, it wasn't it. And that and payroll, my guy. And I fuck with him and Cardo when they get together, but that shit wasn't nothing. It's getting stale. He got to switch it up. Uh, that like it, it wasn't it. It just wasn't it. And that's what okay. Like about it. It just, like it just sounded stale to me, man. It sound it, it sounded like they done that three or four times before, man. Like it didn't. It, it didn't it, sound new. It didn't sound new. It didn't sound news, fresh. Though. All right, that didn't sound like. Music. I give you that. I yeah, give you that one hundred percent. My lit down was. Go ahead. Now I, I was gonna say, and then my young boy out of New York, my my young boy little TJ, his shit came out. It was slow. 
and I actually had high hopes for him. He was he was the young auto tune dude that I did fuck with, <laughs> and, that's, and his album didn't wasn't hitting on none. He had a little he had a little he hit Billboard with uh the little joint he got with Six Black, but other than that though, it was some mid, and I was like, damn young nigga, you let me down. So they, they were my two letdowns. Hmm. My it's my pick of the I picked him to break out. I thought he would have a lot more traction by now, and he was ESTG when we did the mashup. I thought he'd be a lot further along. He's still doing his thing. It's just not as big as I thought he'd be. Uh, that's my first one. And my, my second one, I don't, did I have a second letdown? I don't think the City Girls have taken advantage like I thought they would either. I mm. picked them to be very big in the first half. The Torculator came out, has done his thing, but I think the opportunity is there. Meg has kind of said she was taking a break. Cardi's still crafting what she's doing. That lane is wide open uh, for them to go do their thing, make number ones, and and get to the bag, as they would say. So I definitely think that the City Girls have, I ain't going to say fumbled the opportunity, but they behind in the race because I feel like they should have been killing it the first six months of the year. Did not have a Torculator reference uh, being mentioned on this show. Didn't see that not one for coming. Torculator. <laughs> oh, my God. Um <laughs> Now, fast Man, forward did you to see what? Did... Oh yeah, I seen. Wait, that. wait, 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 wait. We're talking about city girls. Did you see him break dance? I did. That was impressive, though. I would. I, I couldn't believe that was him. I thought that was a body, though. I was like, no way, little Uzi know how to break dance. That's nuts. And and he was in all white, though. Break dancing at the puff party. <laughs> I seen a chick. I seen a chick tweet. She was. <laughs> She was like, girl, if my nigga start break dancing in the club, he's leaving single. It was funny. <laughs> I, I, Uzi going to be in some, he in some hot water too. Uh, the St. Had, John situation. Yeah, him getting into a St. John and uh, over the over his ex, ale- apparently, allegedly. And they saying some, there's some accusations about him and her that it, it, might, it might get ugly. It's got potential to get ugly, but we don't know yet. How, have you seen St. John? Did you go see him in person that time? I didn't. We were supposed to. Shout out to uh, M Extra. We were supposed to. We didn't go. Is he a little guy? Nah. How do you have a kerfuffle with little Uzi? Because you because you can't go too he like but little Uzi built like a kid. Uh, so you can't go too hard on him or you're gonna look wild. You can thump that nigga in the forehead where that diamond used to be at. That's gonna put him down, I promise you. He gonna be in a hospital. <laughs> you thump him right there where that diamond used to be. And little nigga, you better cool out. <laughs> they said he had the Uzi had the strap on him though, allegedly. That's nuts. They said it fell out through the whole altercation. Man, you guys go check up. Go do your Googles on that. But I wouldn't expect Lil Uzi to be riding around strapped either, man. Maybe we don't know about Lil Uzi. That's why I had like if I'm St. John, man. If I'm not. The only way I'm having the kerfuffle with that nigga, if we the same size. I can see if it was like a nigga like Roddy Rich, like niggas in the same weight class. But if I'm bigger than him, come on, bro. Stop playing with me, man. Get your little ass out of here. <laughs> you be in the hospital for real, nigga. Like, nah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, nah, but fast forward, man, for this second half of the year, what can we expect? Um, we're going to talk big releases, tours who we're sleeping on and some predictions. So who's the big release? I'm, who? Well, I, I know a couple, but that are low-hanging fruit. There's obviously the, the shadow of Drake and, and Kendrick. Uh, was there any other big releases, though, that you were looking forward to or expecting in this second half? 
to keep the female empowerment going, I'm checking out Filato, man. I want to know what her next project is going to sound like. See, I know she came out with some this year, but I think she's going to finish out the year strong with another project. I'm going to be checking for that. She can rap. She's mm-hmm. rapping her ass off, so I definitely want to check for that. Kendrick Lamar, like you said, I'm back in the Hope Man wagon. I'm back on that narcotic of thinking that they're going to drop out of nowhere, give us a brand new Kendrick Lamar album. I heard an interesting thing, too, this weekend about that Kendrick Lamar. Music has changed so much as far as how we listen to it. People drop so consistently, even with Drake, it's a big story, but you still get verses all the time. We haven't had that for Kendrick Lamar, so have I, our ears going to have to do some adjusting to his new style? Because one of the doper things about the generation that we grew up in, like you would hear an album and that's it for a year and a half, two years. Like, mm-hmm. ain't no, wasn't no new shit, my nigga. Wasn't no go to the internet. You may have a freestyle every now and then, but once someone put an album out, it was out. You had that to listen to. Kendrick Lamar has done that, and that ain't how music is consumed nowadays. So I wonder how that's going to affect the new album when he come out, because we were hearing those whispers about rock and roll style. We were hearing all those kind of whispers. We're going to have to even digest how he's rapping now, because that nigga ain't, it's been what, four years? Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. Yeah, and like and that rock and roll sound, they might have scrapped that because a lot has happened since those rumors. Right. And and then like we're talking about ain't, ain't a lot of features or anything. Like it's just not a lot of music out there. And that's that's not that's not normal for this new generation of music. So I wonder how it's going to be consumed. That's one of the bigger things for me. Yeah, when that Kendrick comes out, it's it's probably gonna take a minute for our ears to warm up to it though. Like yeah, people, that's probably you can expect some man. This shit trap, man. What the watch? Oh, I man, think it's gonna be very polarizing. Great. So, but I hope and pray that it comes out and we finally get that, and we ain't got to keep wondering what's going on. That's the biggest two for me. I think that we get to Drake, of course, like you yeah. said, but it's the big people. There are no like all the 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 people who I feel like. Hey, I wonder how he's gonna attack 2021. Like I've heard them all. Like I heard the Larry Jones already. I heard the ESTG. I heard the 42 Doug. Those people have already released for me. So now I'm hoping there's someone that I'm not expecting at all. I don't even got their name in my head, not on my toe. Just boom, you hit me with this, and I'm like, oh shit, like the Tyler, like the Tyler the Creator. So I'm hoping for another two or three of those uh, for the rest of the year. I know I'm um. I know Travis Scott is probably queuing up some shit right now. That Utopia is supposed to be on the way. Interested to see how you follow up Astro World. That should be very interesting. And but what I'm really interested in That's to see if my boy. Too, well, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm really trying to see if my boy can go for the three P. Freddie Gibbs. 2019, he gave you Bandana. 2020, he gave you Alfredo. The new joint, which he hasn't gave the name, he just gave their acronym SSS. That's all he has said. He has said Hit Boy is on there, Mad Lib, Mike Will, and Pharrell. I am very interested to hear what it's going to sound like. If he can give me the, the triple, the three-peat, can he do it again? Can he get album of the year three years in a row? I, I got to see it. Let's go, Gibbs. I got faith in you. Very yeah. interested to see what he's talking about. That ain't been your album of the year three years in a row. It's been two everybody's years. album of the year. Two yeah, years in a row. It was two years in a row. That Benny was way better. Well, not way better, but that Benny and that Royce was better than that. Gibbs, that's nuts. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm interested to see what my boy Ye does. Does he go back to his always and give us, you know, that Donda, or does he scrap that and give us some different shit? I'm interested to see what he is musically, too. Have you heard anything? Have you, like, there been any rumors? Has he been working on anything? Oh, you know, I don't follow it at all. Like, what's out there about? It? 
his manager said he's working on some shit, but who knows what that means? Nigga, rappers are always working on shit. Like they're always in the studio. <laughs> that doesn't mean we're gonna hear the shit though. I am curious this time though. Like there's a major life event. Being getting divorced, um, I never happened to me, but I'm assuming that that's like life changing. Yeah. I'm interested to see what it is. I I I, I can't front it. Be like I ain't trying to hear that shit. I definitely want to do that. So I, the Kanye West too. I, I'm wondering. I got the rope in my notes here. Like what's his future? But I, I do want to hear that. Polo G, we need to mention him as well. I got that roll down in my notes. He had a great first half. Uh, Polo G has ascended as well. He's, he's shined his star a lot brighter. And another letdown that I had wrote down here was Dreezy, man. Like, where our girl at? I agree. Where's Dreezy at? Like, I heard nothing about her except for fighting in Jamaica with uh, – J Jacquees. What's his name? Jacquees. They jumped the they jumped the weed dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all I've heard about Dreezy. So I'm wondering where she was at on the letdowns. Uh, but yeah, I want to hear some Kanye. I definitely want to hear some Kanye, especially after this happened. You talked about being outside. What tour are you pulling up to? Great question. Currency. Mm. Like they're, they're, like the currency tours are a vibe 420 friendly for everybody sure. to, and. His music lately has been fire. Yeah. Like his, like we were talking about the, the release cycles. He's probably one of the more frequent releases, and that's helped him. Like you get more because currency got an unorthodox flow, yeah. so you get more used to his flow and stuff. And then like you get in the zone with him, you can run two or three albums. So I would love to go to concert, see how his uh, Jet Life fans and how they react. Forty Two Dugs, another one. You're not I going mean, to no Forty Two Dugs show. Stop. Let me finish. No, nope. I'm definitely not going to be on the floor. I can be out. <laughs> if I can get stage passes, I'll do that as media, or I need to be way up in the top. I'll even take nosebleeds because I don't need to really see 42 Doug. He's like three feet tall. Like, I, I know what that's about. They can see him on the big screen. But I would like to hear him. Like, I feel like that he makes stadium music, and here go one that's really going to surprise you as well. Money bag, yo. Like him mm. and Moneybag, yo, they make good ass concert music. Like if I were in the building while this was being played on the big dog speakers and they up there blinging and, and you you could see what that vibe would be said like. So those are the three for me that I picked uh, as far as just being in the concert. Now keep in mind, I'm not going to be on the floor at the 42 Doug or the Moneybag Yo concert at all, but I would like to be in the building 100%. Yeah. What you got? Um... I'm looking at that J. Cole offseason. I'm thinking about it. I'm pondering. It's, mm. it's you know, I've been staring at it. I'm debating. Um, also, I kind of want to go to the Benny show, but then I already know it's going to be a sausage fest. And I don't know if I feel like being in the middle of all that. I just don't know if I feel like being like that. A whole lot of Tim's. Mm. A whole lot of, you know what I'm saying, state that property jeans. Nuts. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I want to be in the middle of that. But I will say what I am looking forward to and what was kind of what was heating up and then the pandemic hit, which was anniversary shows. So like No Limits mm. anniversary show was supposed to happen and, it, and I had tickets and they got canceled because of the pandemic. So I'm hoping that that gets kicked back up and just different anniversary shows, whether it's an album or a label or a group or whatever. I'm here for stuff like that, man. So that... I'm I'm hoping that more people announce those in the coming months because I'll be looking forward to that. Need an urban legend anniversary show ASAP, nigga. That'll be dope. That'll be dope Sheesh. as fuck. Fire. Yeah. It'll be a, the Griselda concert. When is it in Atlanta? I think September. Is it in the summertime? 
I think September. Nah, it's still gonna be hot. I just yeah. feel like it's gonna be hot in there. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's just like a venue, it's just gonna be hot. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> you gotta like niggas hot in here, nigga. Like y'all ain't got no air for us. You niggas trying to make like the tunnel and shit, man. Yeah, nigga, like, turn nigga, the air on, nigga. Goddamn, it just seems like it's gonna be hot at that concert, dude. Yeah, yeah, I might, I might fuck with it though, just for the hell of it. Somebody gotta gas me to go though. Yeah, I, we might have to. How much are the tickets? Are you look? Are they really? I ain't look. I ain't look. Uh, it can't yeah, be I that much though. though, man. Don't don't start that shit. Hey, listen, y'all. I know we're getting out the pandemic. Nigga. Niggas is trying to get back. Don't start that shit though. Like, don't tax me a hundred dollars for the Benny show. You know? Did you look at the fight tickets that were down here the other day? Uh uh-uh. uh. Your boy that was down here fighting. Nuts. <laughs> Nuts, nigga. Could have bought a house in that motherfucker, dude. Fight <laughs> tickets was nuts. Any, I'm not looking forward to that. But any, any sleeper projects that you're looking forward to, or sleeper artist? Mm, I want some more from Larry Joe, man. Like that, that, that's the, the like I said, the, the, the big artists are. I'm what I'm focusing on for the second half. I really want to hear from Kendrick Lamar and Drake and. And, and Kanye, like I know that's cliche to say, but I want to hear that. I think we missed out on that for a year. I'm anxious to see how people address the pandemic. Life changed for a lot of people. So that's big for me. The sleepers, like I said, I want to be surprised by it. I want to be surprised by just like I was surprised by that Tyler. Like I announced it one week, next week I hit y'all overhead with possibly the best album of the year. Mm. Like I want that type of confidence and surprise from artists. And as a fan, I think that uh, that's that's what that's the type of year that you get after a pandemic. I feel like people were sitting on their creative vibes for a while. They weren't able to get it out. Now you're able to get it out and you're able to tour with it, make money off of it like you were used to. I hope this sets up a golden era again for hip hop. I think a, a sleeper might drop this week. That Vince Staples comes out this week. That might be one. Way bigger Vince personality than I am music. The last album was good though. Yeah. So you think it'll be album of the year surprise you like Tyler type of album? He, he I, he's got that potential. He, he does because he tapped in. When, when when you have people like him, that's what's so dope about Tyler. Tyler some of Tyler bars nuts. Yeah. Uh, literally both ways. But yeah, it's just like you could tell he tapped in with what's going on. Like he giving you some good feedback as as how he looks at life as a rapper. And that's always entertaining. And you're right, Vince got the same potential. Yeah. This guy's like one million percent the same potential. I think uh my sleepers though, I'm interested to hear what this TI sound like. If this is his, really his last album, The Kill the King. I think he's going to put a lot of effort. He's angry right now. He's feeling some type of way. He's being accused of things that he's saying he didn't do. I'm going to see what angry T.I., what type of music he puts out. How has that motivated him for his last swan song project? Could it be like a black album? Could he go out like that? Like, I'm really mm. interested to see what that sound like. And then um, another album with King in the, in the title, Pusha T., where that King push at? Like, I'm looking forward today. First, he was working with Kanye. Then he was working with Pharrell. Like, he's it's time, Pusha T. Like, you, you newlywed phase, and I get it. Congrats and all of that. But, like, dude, like, go ahead and drop this Pharrell and Kanye super mix album, dude. Like, quit bullshitting and drop that King push. We've been waiting hellas for that. It's time. You're, you're absolutely right. It's time for that King push. I'm waiting on that. UTI biggest hater. I'm not understanding why you are waiting on his album to drop. You a big TI hater. I don't think I like that Libra. Really, 
<laughs> oh yeah, you did. I like that Libra, yeah, for sure. Oh, interesting. I don't think that Ti is going to be able to give us a black album until he's not like even on that Libra, he got commercial songs. That's true. He had a point in his career where you ain't got to do that, bro. Give us a true. 11, 12 solid ones about being the king and your exit out of this game and your impact, and we good. Real good, so bring the soul sample back. <laughs> like, just do some different shit. Just like an old head king bullshit. T.I. do got the potential to do that. I'm a fan, so I'm going to like it anyway. Like you said, I love T.I. Uh, from day one. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. Like, you hit the head Jim Jones, he always produces. Has he gave us the album of the year candidate consistently again already this year, or are we still waiting on it? Like, has I, Jim Jones dropped? Yeah, Jim Jones dropped. With Harry Fraud, but then he got another one coming? I don't know if he got another one coming. I know he did that one with Harry Fraud, but it, and it's and it's it's cool. I like it. It just ain't all that. <laughs> it ain't all that. Yeah, typical Jim Jones. I do have a yeah. prediction, though. That's the summer. What's I, that? I do have a prediction. I don't think the album of the year has come out yet. Hmm. I think that's that yet to drop. That ain't a bold prediction, my nigga. Like what? Niggas were saying that J. Cole was they stamping that J. Cole at number one. You you if you take the field versus J. Cole and Tyler. And Tyler. I'll give me the field. I like your chance. I like your chances. Because you, you got Drake, you got Kanye. But we've never had Drake. We've neither Roddy one of us Ricks. have had neither one of us has had Drake as an, our number one album of the year, though. We've never done that. All the more reason. All the more reason that it may be this time, because like I, I, you listen to our Patreon and the views review. That that's four and a half reels for me. That's true. Like that that grew on me as far as it probably would have been my album of the year for that year if I went back and did it. But yeah, you're right. No one's ever picked Drake for album of the year on this podcast. But I think he has the potential to do that. He in his bag right now. That's true. Like he ain't never been this Drake either. Whoa! Like that Whoa. last Scorpion, he was Scorpion. Scorpion, he was Drake, but now he like Drake, Drake. Like he didn't have the embassy and shit when Scorpion came out. Like nigga was getting the embassy built. He ain't know what it felt like to sleep in the big bad motherfucker with 26 rooms and 42 bathrooms, nigga. He ain't know what that felt like. Yeah, now he know what that feel like. He might give you a, like a six real album, dude. To be honest with you. And nigga, and nigga in his bag right now. Oh, shit. I'm looking forward to it, man. Y'all let us know what big predictions do y'all have? What expectations? What albums are you looking forward to? I tell you what, do not Wikipedia upcoming 2021 albums in hip hop because the, the albums that they have in there listed are fucking bananas, dude. I like, man, who put this list together, dude? They had Jay-Z Blueprint 4. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, what? They had Detox. That's not coming out, That's dude. Never that blueprint. Let me, let me tell you when that blueprint four is coming out. That's even less likely than a detox. Nigga. That's what I'm saying. Man, did you see your boy from Four? We move on to the wins and losses. Did you see your boy from Jacksonville came out with the number one album? Who no? The niggas that was in that beef shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, number one album. Number one uh, hip hop, uh, rap, Billboard album. I don't believe that. At least I saw it on IG. I followed somebody <laughs> to follow his A and R. And they reposted and they were congratulating the niggas for having the number one album. I was shocked by that. I did not yeah. know that was the number one album. I don't believe it. You don't believe that? You don't no. think that he could have got the number one album off all that shit? No. Really? Well, he definitely just dropped. I can't. What's the nigga? You know what's his name? Which one, though? It was several of them on the song. The ugly black nigga with the, the, the one that they talking to. 
Uh, not the nigga that not the niggas that made the song in the golf cart, but the nigga that they talking to. Oh, Fulio? Is yeah, he Fulio, yeah, he had yeah. the number one album. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. Based off beef. Still selling. <laughs> Still selling. I can name another Fulio song. Let's get to some wins and some losses, man. That was you on deck TV. Summer preview slash review. Leave your comments, man. Engage with us on social media sites. Let us know what you think, what you waiting on. Give us your predictions. What surprised you? Give us all your feedback on the summer. First W and L. First, we're going to Kodak Black, man. Regardless of how you feel about the young Haitian God, he's been putting in work after his pardon for Donald Trump. He was out here in the hood giving out air conditioning units through this national heat wave. How you feel about Kodak right now? Yeah, that was real. Gave out over 100 air conditioning units in his old hood. Definitely respectable. Ironically, because this was all videoed, he wore a crew neck sweater and gloves uh, in, to pass out the air conditioning units in 300 degree weather. So I thought that was very interesting. So it was work suit. He had to work. He couldn't work in. This nigga's yeah, boxes, nigga you a- grabbing boxes and stuff. You gotta make sure you got a grip. No, you ain't never done no damn work. So you don't know nothing about the gloves. <laughs> Why he have a crew neck on, dude? Like what the fuck? Gotta get a good as- sweat in, man. Get a good sweat doing good work, man. Salute to Next him though. <laughs> Next W, we got to a young East Atlanta rapper named Grip. He was signed to Shady Records, man. Shout out to him. Have you heard of Grip? Uh, not before uh, this episode right here, but I did go and look up his latest video, which kind of commemorated his signing to Shady Records. It's a very interesting song, but I could tell he could rap. So I went back and listened to his last project, and mm-hmm. it is fire. Like, really? Hey, this nigga is nice. So, Salute to who, and if you go look at his videos, he really don't have a lot of views. Like he might got 10,000 on this one, maybe 6,000 on this one. He did an interview in LA and had like 3,000 views. So it's, he's not just blowing you out the water with the clicks, but whoever in Eminem or his team found him, I don't know who gets the props, Eminem and his team or Grip and his team for linking with him. Somebody needs props because I, I like that even though it's a numbers game in 2021, that M went for somebody that didn't have a bunch of numbers but had the talent. So triple salute to him. I'm super anxious to see what material he puts out because that last album is fire. Do you have a rap comp? Like when you listen to that album, was it somebody? Oh, uh, I would say Sci High, Dante Hitchcock, mm. he in that lane. Shut up. And Reason. He reminds me a lot of Reason, too. Oh, I'm definitely checking that out. Yeah, he dope. It's called Snub Nose. It's hard. He got some shit on him. Hmm. And the last L goes to the promoter that booked the Alabama rapper Chica in LA, but didn't play any of her songs. Then when she commented about it on social media, he said, and I quote, no one came to see you. Mm. You literally had her face on the flyer, but no one came to see her and he paid a bag to get her there. Shout out to Chica, man. She handled it well. She kind of shrugged him off and there'll be her other big shit popping for her. What, did you see this? Yeah, dude was hating. I don't understand why he was doing that. It was a show with Chica and Kilani, and Chica was hosting mm-hmm. it, paid 2000 he said she didn't even get paid. Like, it was just a wild situation. He hate, but he made, the, he, he made that comment public 
and was like nobody nobody came to see you anyway. It was like damn, like it, it, he was shady promoter shit, janky promoters looking shit. So uh, that shit, that didn't make no sense. That was stupid. Nuts. Nuts, man. And before we get out of here, do you have a on decker of the week in mind? I do, man. Shout out to everybody who commented on um, our latest episode with Chad Oubre. Got a lot of great feedback. Got some YouTube comments. We appreciate that. Uh, salute the 404 creators. Um, a couple of other people that commented they gave good feedback, man. So salute to that. Make sure y'all go check out that episode if you didn't learn about how to make money in this podcast game and the business behind this podcast game, man. Salute to those people who commented. Shout out to Chad, man. That was really fun. I got a lot of calls as well. People just telling me how much they enjoyed that interview, how much information that they got from it. Yeah, that was dope. That was really dope, man. I look forward to linking up with him some more in the future. Um, For sure. What are your put-ons? It's put-on time. I'm going to go with an album that just came out. Please check out that G Herbo when you get a chance at 25. This is his best body of work, dude. Like, it's tough. And I'm sitting in his best space creatively right now. I I, I I would agree with that because it sounds really good, bro. And like, I'm a Herbo fan. I was I was a Herbo fan when he was Herb, and then he kind of I, I thought he started leaning into the rapping off beat a little too much, and then now he's back to his like Herb ways and like it's it's really good introspective music. And for him to only be 25 is nuts, bro. It show you how long or how young these kids get into the game, bro, and how they have to grow up quickly based on their environment and then also just getting getting in the rap game. So being a 25-year-old vet, man, is basically what he is and his shows and his projects. So make sure y'all check that out. It's a, it's a nice body of work. 25 is definitely 35 in Chicago years. That's a fact. 100%. My put on isn't that deep, though. I appreciate the G Herbo. I like, I like G Herbo. I've never been a really big rap fan, but I do like his uh, what he stands for and what he cares. He seems to... Uh, be well respected in Chicago as well. My put on is a fruit again. I'm back in my fruit bag. Mm. I got you on the apples, uh, the 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 pink lady apples. These are Rainier cherries. PLU number four two five eight. I didn't even know cherries were good. <laughs> my girl brought some home from the store. I was shocked. They taste like grapes. Now they do got the pit in the middle, like the little seed thing. Ah, but I promise you, it's worth it. What are they called? It tastes like candy, nigga. That shit was fucking fire. Rainier cherries. They like a, they not the little all dark red cherries. They almost look like a peach. They that color. The mm. P, you just gotta know the PLU though. Four two five eight. They come in a little bag. Man, that shit's so fucking good, dude. I'll <laughs> I'll send you a picture of them in a text. But those cherries are fire. They like fucking. It's like a grape and a peach almost mixed. That shit fire. What kind of mutated shit is it? Made in a lab ass fruit is this? <laughs> All that shit made in the lab anyway. That's Call me the fruit man though. <laughs> I am the fruit man. <laughs> I go to farmers market, nigga. My shit organic, nigga. Do you? No, nah, I, I don't. I just want one. I want to find one. <laughs> it's one out there by you. Oh, yeah. I, I sent you the, the info on it, but it's it's fire. It's one out. Well, not really by you, but it's. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, Worth that, it. On a, on a Sunday, you're going to go in there and rack up all the fruit, nigga. If, if it's 20 minutes away in Atlanta, that means it's by you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Close enough, nigga. And if it ain't 40, I mean, if, if everything is 40 in Atlanta, that ain't by you. 
You ain't getting oh. nothing less than a 40-minute drive then on your side of town. Man, that's a fact. And real quick, bonus put on, make sure these freshman class, uh, we had an episode about the freshman class not too long ago. Make sure y'all check out Tusi's um, freestyle. His freshman class freestyle was very impressive. Like, I was like, oh, shit, it's almost going to make me check him out. So uh, make sure y'all all check out Tusi. Huh? Not all of them, almost. We need to make it a quick hit next week and rate them because I was definitely going to ask you what you thought about them. I'm about halfway through, so we can talk about that next week for sure. I'm with that. I'm with that, man. Guys, until the next time, make sure you support The Real at YouTube.com slash OnDeckTV, Patreon.com slash RealView. Go to iTunes. Go to iHeartRadio. Whatever you're playing, whatever you're listening on, man, make sure you leave a comment and a five-star rating for you guys. We appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Support The Real. We out.